The Road to Potomania, presented by Opinions and Beer. Tag along this annual event with Adam and Ed Ray 1416 into the world of pro wrestling. You're listening to Opinions and Beer. Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the Opinions and Beer podcast exists in this world. And opinions, opinions and beer. Two guys and another guy. Will never happen again. The Road to Potomania. That's right, we took a quick break to interview some Mortal Kombat stuff and talk Mortal Kombat. Go check that out. But we are here, right here, the last two episodes of The Road to Potomania. This is Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. We also have co-host on The Road to Potomania, Ed Ray 1416 Great to see you, folks. Oh, Ed Ray. Now it's time... For what you came here for, the road to Potomania. We're gonna go through the list and give our opinions of who we think is gonna win and our thoughts on the build up to that match in general, and to the matches in general. <sighs> you ready for this? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, Ed Ray. You know what I did? What'd you forget? I exited out. Oh look, here it is. <clears throat> okay. We're going to start with night one. Night one. Perhaps what might be the opening match. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the Women's Championship. What is my prediction on it? Yeah, who who wins? (sighs) Hate to say it, but Bianca Belair. You hate to say it? Bianca Belair is not that bad. I mean, I, I... She does not have she the has charisma. Less, yeah, that's what I was going to say. She has no charisma. Her character is dry. I was about to and say she, that. she's not a great wrestler. I mean, she's strong, but she's not a good grappler or anything like that. That's Meanwhile, crazy. Sasha Banks has been doing her best to carry that uh, SmackDown <laughs> women's belt for quite a while, and she's done an excellent job at it. I think it's crazy that I was literally... I was literally about to say... <laughs> that Bianca Belair has no charisma. That's, that's, that's the one thing she's lacking is that... Is that I don't really like her uh, charisma, but I mean she's talented. I mean I like I kind of like her uh, her long hair gimmick thing she's got going on. And she's and she has plenty of strength, but again she has no charisma. And uh, and I hate that they're going to put the belt on her because I don't think she's going to make a great champion. I mean, WWE has known has been known for burying black wrestlers. They're both black. Isn't Sasha Banks black? She could be a mix of. Black and Hispanic, I don't know. Oh. But I'm just saying WWE has been known for burying black wrestlers. Well, if they give the championship to Bianca Belair, isn't that the reverse of what you're saying? Just because you're a champion don't mean you're great. I guess not. (laughs) Even champions get buried. Do you think so? Yeah, like Bobby Lashley and the stupid whole Hurt Business thing. You think he's buried with that? We're not, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah, we'll wait for that because this is going to be very interesting. All right. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say that... Um, I don't know. They did that whole Bianca Belair thing with their... That's the only reason why I think she might win. But I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to get a... Yep, Bianca Belair is going to win. I mean, Sasha Banks, she had that whole thing where she kind of left for a minute. She's been champion for a while now. I think uh, they did that whole 
little documentary over Bianca Belair, that whole special, before she won the uh, Rumble. So, of course, they're going to have to push her just I to think, capitalize on that documentary. Yeah, I think Bianca Belair, uh, you're right, gets gets the win. Even though I I, I wanted to pick, I want to pick Sasha because I think I think WWE want they like Sasha Banks too much. I mean, she, she like disappeared for a, a month with, for no reason, and they put the title back on her as soon as she came back. So I mean, that's just <laughs> so I mean they they like Sasha Banks. Uh, I guess we'll see how much they like Sasha Banks, and maybe they want uh, nothing but feel-good moments uh, for Mania. They're going to give Bianca Belair uh, the win. Uh, moving on. The second match we're going to talk about, it's a tag team match. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Oh, they're going to give the rub to Bad Bunny. Or, or maybe you think you think Bad Bunny gets the pin, or Damian Priest? I think they're gonna make Bad Bunny get the pin. You think so? Yeah, WWE's high on him for some reason. No, I think, I think Bad Bunny gets the hot tag. Yeah, we'll see about that. Maybe, maybe he gets the pin, but maybe he gets the hot tag. Damian Priest knocks everybody out, and then tags. Yeah, in but Bad Miz Bunny. and Morrison are not gonna win this one. I can predict that. It that would be a, that'd be so crazy if they if they if they won. Well, if they did that, then Bad Bunny would be buried immediately. Bad Bunny's not a wrestler. Yeah, but WWE's gonna push him like one. I mean, he he did some didn't he do a, a stunt in this in the in the last episode of Raw? Did he do something? He fell off something? No, he jumped off. Well, he got injured by uh, I think. Miz and Morrison, I don't oh, know who injured him. What if, he's he not, got injured. what if he's not even in the match? What and if it's a the, handicap? That would make the match interesting. What if it's Damian Priest versus the Miz and John Morrison and Bad Bunny's injured on the on the side? <laughs> that would uh, be something. That It would remind you of Undertaker versus Big Show and A-Train, kind of. Yeah, because Nathan Jones was taken out of the match because WWE didn't think he was ready to wrestle at WrestleMania. Because he was terrible. Yeah. Nathan Jones? Yeah, Nathan Jones was terrible. That's why Undertaker <laughs> had to carry the match. <laughs> I think it was... <laughs> that's mean to say. We interviewed somebody that's friends with Nathan Jones. I don't care. <laughs> well, oh, God. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, so you're saying that the Damian Priest team is going to win? Yeah. All right. I, I'm going to agree. I, I, so far, we are agreeing on the show. The show is very agreeable. Uh, next up, we have another tag team match, this time for the championship. The New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Oh, boy. I'm going to go ahead first. I'm going to go first so I don't, so you don't steal my answer. I think AJ Styles and Omos wins the titles because they need they need a to capitalize on Omos. <laughs> Almost so far, he's just kind of standing around. I think uh, Omos's first match, winning the tag titles with AJ Styles, that pushes Omos to, in a way that they want. Right? It's slow. It's it's a it's a mild push because I mean it's a tag team first. You know, first match is a tag team and wins the belts. But I mean, it, it's not by himself, so he's not having to work it by himself. You know, he's fresh, so he he won't look too bad. That's that's gonna be good. That's good for Omos. He, he won't look bad. He could still train on the side. 
And then the matches he's in are tag matches. AJ Styles does is the workhorse, and it almost almost gets tagged in and does his finishers and and uh, gets the pins. That's a good way to book that. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think uh, AJ Styles and Almost are going to win, but I think it's going to be a controversial win. Like how? Like Almost using some sort of weapon behind the referee's back and AJ Styles. Why would Styles Almost, a, a giant, why would a giant use a weapon? Because that's what heels do. It doesn't matter how big they are. I don't think Almost is going to use a weapon. He's going to use something in the match that will get AJ Styles the victory. It's a tag match. He's in the match. Doesn't matter. I think almost. I think just uh, look. Just because you're a tag team partner doesn't mean you're going to win the match clean. I think almost is going to get the pin. He pin. He's going to get the pin for the championship. We'll see about that. But we know that AJ Styles and almost are going to win. Yes. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a grudge match, a thrown together match uh, to basically. Uh, it, but I mean, I guess it's going to look good. It's kind of good. <sighs> Wait, what is this? Oh, that's something different. My bad. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. This is supposed to be a grudge match? Yeah, I think so. <sighs> Let's see. Seth Rollins has already passed his time as champion, and Cesaro is overdue, but could be too late for him. Yeah, this is a weird matchup, huh? So I don't know what the purpose of this match is, except for bragging rights. Well, because... Because they needed to push either Cesaro or Shinsuke Nakamura, and they chose Cesaro. <clears throat> and they, because you know the hell build up with them, and uh, and what's his name, and uh, Daniel Bryan had a whole build up with that. And you thought maybe Cesaro or you know one of them would go on to uh, face Roman Reigns, and it did not happen. So they needed a backup plan, and I guess they're having Cesaro face Seth Rollins at Mania. I hate to, hate to say this, but they're going to have Seth Rollins win. No. I'm telling you, I think this is going to be... They're going to try to make at least at least night one is going to be nothing but like happiness. Like, like yay, Which is the kind good of, guys. The good guys win. And, you know, well, fans are back in the arena. That's the, whole, that's the whole gimmick, though. Fans are back in the arena. Yeah, but if all the heels lose, then what kind of storyline is there going to be? That's why there's two nights. Night one, fans are finally back. Yeah, no, no, all, no. The, all the faces win. You gotta have it down the middle for every show. I mean, heels have to win, baby faces have to win. And I'm gonna have to say it though, but Seth Rollins is gonna win this one and then get another push at some point this year. So I mean Okay, let's see the faces that we've said so far. We said Bianca Belair is gonna win. She's she's facing this, huh? I think she's face. Actually, I don't know whose face or heel in that one. But let's say Bianca Belair's face. So one face, Damian Priest face. And then we've said, okay, and so then we said um, Omos and AJ heels. Now you're saying Seth Rollins heels. So right now, it's even with faces and heels winning. Uh, I think I think Cesaro. I think they're going to give it to Cesaro to make a feel-good moment. I'm tired of these feel-good moments. Don't think, you agree, folks? I mean, maybe it comes out of nowhere. No, you're right. Seth Rollins is to come out of nowhere. That's the problem with WrestleMania. It's like everything with Wrestle- like WrestleMania finishes are usually 
oh, it came out of nowhere. Like, it's usually shocking. Yeah, I mean, how do you make a neutralizer come out of nowhere? Maybe that's what they're going to do, make it come out of nowhere. Or maybe Big Swing. <laughs> big Swing, he's going to beat him with the Big Swing. <laughs> Does he still do the giant swing? Yes, he did. That's what he's been doing. He's been giant swinging Seth Rollins. He, he did it for like, uh, they made a gif of it now. They have a gif of him Out of everybody swinging. that I hope that Cesaro giant swing, I hope that he did it to the big show, but it never happened. Never happened. Yeah. He did it to Great Khali, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. And to Brodus Clay, but he never did it to the big show. Great Khali's being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yep, the first Indian wrestler to make it to the Hall of Fame. Do you think he's worthy of the Hall of Fame? Well, of course, because he ushered in an era in India. Oh, calm down. And he did that moonsault once. My he, also, he also pioneered the Punjabi prison match. <laughs> well, at least he pioneered that. At least he pioneered that. Uh, oh, and that one time he squished, he squished Wayne Mysterio's brain out of his nose. Wayne Mysterio's died so many times. He got his his brain squished out by Great Khali. He's been thrown off the side of a building. He's been he had his eye gouged out. Wayne Mysterio's had a tough life. <laughs> Way to bury your Mexican audience, WWE. <laughs> uh, next up on night one, we have tag team turmoil match. Winner receives a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match on night two. Oh, that's weird. So basically, the winners of this will face the champions on night two. So that we have Lana and Nano- Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. The Riot Squad and Natalia and Tamia. Tamina. Who do you think? Who do you think they would want to give? Probably Lana. I think Lana and Naomi. No, Naomi. That's probably that's probably a. a Who good, are the other tag teams? Okay, we have Lana, Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, the Riot Squad, which is Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. And Natalia and Tamina. We've already seen. And whoever wins this match goes on to night two to face Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. As much as I want to say it, like uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, they've already had their opportunity against uh, the women's tag champions, so I'm going to have to. Uh, this is going to be a tough one, but I think I'm going to have to go with Lana and. Uh, who's the other person? Naomi. Lana and Naomi. Yeah, I think Lana and Naomi, Lana and Naomi makes sense because Lana and Nia and Nia Jax have history. Yeah, those power bombs on the table. They're the only ones here, except maybe. See, it's either going to be Lana and no, Lana and Naomi, or Natalia and Tamina. Because, like I said, Mandy faces. Rose, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke have already faced. Uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and, and they the, lost multiple times. And the Riot Squad can't win nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty much the most irrelevant team. Of and this they're match. heels, and they're heels. So there's a lot of heels in this match. The main, like I said, the main faces are Lana and Naomi and Natalia and Tamina. Those are the faces. So one of those teams are going to win. And uh, I think because of the history with Lana and Nia Jax, I think Lana and Naomi go on to face for the championships. Yep. Woo! That's pretty cool stuff. All right, moving on. We have a... What's next? Okay, we have two more matches in night 
one. There's seven matches, night one, seven matches, night two. <sighs> match number five. We have a steel cage match. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. What are your thoughts on this build-up to this match, Even I think it's stupid to have a cage match instead of a hell in a cell. Because uh, with a cage match, Shane's cronies could get up top of the cage and still interfere. Oh, Elias. Elias and, and uh, uh, Jackson Riker. Yeah, that's is. why it should have been a hell in a cell instead of a cage match. Yeah, but that they obviously need to fill in more spots for Romania. Have as much people on the card as possible, so they need a still cage match. Uh, but the storyline don't really make sense because the, well, the kind of rivalry that Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman have, they need something more intense than a regular cage match. That's what the hell in a cell is for. Well, they have a. They're, let's be honest, their rivalry is kind of thrown together because they need a Braun Strowman something to do. Because, you know, Braun Strowman... Is a terrible wrestler. No, he's not. That's the thing. He's not. That's he why couldn't they need, get over. They need him something. He's over still. He's kind of over still. They booked him... They just booked him poorly for the... Um, they always booked him poorly every time he got a push. Especially WrestleMania last year with Goldberg. Yeah. They just... They, well, they pushed him poorly when he had the title. He They weren't booking him right with his matches. He just does this... They, they had this... They have a crutch... When they book matches, I don't know who's deciding this. Where Braun Strowman, the turnaround for Braun Strowman is that he runs into the uh, the the ring post. That's the big turnaround for when people face Braun Strowman is they move and Braun Strowman hits the ring post, and then it's like, okay, here he goes. Now Braun Strowman's gonna get beat up because he hit a ring post again. <laughs> Can you stop hitting ring posts, Braun Strowman? Good God. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the, the storyline doesn't. Uh, it's kind of thrown together. It's just Shane McMahon making fun of Braun Strowman for being a big dummy and not <laughs> not going to school and just being a power a power man. Uh, uh, and then I, I it's kind of weird seeing Shane McMahon. You know, this is just a spot for Shane McMahon to do something crazy to go coast to coast off the steel ca- off the off the uh, steel cage. And then uh, maybe that's what happens. Maybe we see, maybe, I think Braun Strowman wins because they just, you know, Shane McMahon has a very poor track record of winning. They, they book Shane McMahon to do coast to coast and then lose. <laughs> so I think uh, I think Shane McMahon, he's going to escape the cage. His cronies come in and he tells them to hold him. And he does coast to coast off the cage. And then Braun Strowman still somehow uh, gets up. And that's going to be the shock factor that he like, oh my god, he got up after receiving coast to coast by Shane McMahon off the steel cage. And then uh, and then Braun Strowman wins. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen in this match? I think the finish is just going to be like Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman where Braun Strowman chokeslams Shane McMahon off the cage onto a table. Oh, and then Shane McMahon wins? Yeah, making Braun Strowman look like a dummy once again. And then Shane McMahon say, oh, you're a dummy still. You're a dummy. And then they can have a rematch at Extreme Rules or whatever, a backlash. What they need to do is... Uh, and that can be hell in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly why I'm against this cage match, because Braun Strowman's idiocy could give Shane McMahon the victory <laughs> by chokeslamming oh. him off the cage to a table. And now... uh. 
And now they just they just announced that this will be the main event. Uh, moving on. Uh, so we said Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's winning. Or no, you say you say Shane McMahon's winning. Yeah, because he's gonna get choke slammed up the okay. cage. So Ed Ray says Shane McMahon's winning. I say Braun Braun Strowman's winning. Moving on, the seventh and final match of night one, the main event of night one of WrestleMania 37 is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I want, I want Bobby Lashley to win, to retain the belt. I want him to retain. You better give me what I want. It makes no sense. They they should have... I know what they want to do, right? We all know what they want to do. They want Drew McIntyre to get the pop that he didn't get at last year's Mania. Because obviously there was no fans. There was no fans last year, and they're like, okay, well look, fans are here this year, so let's give Drew, McIntyre, Drew McIntyre the pop he deserves. Well, you screwed up when you gave it to one of the hottest acts. Well, now you broke up the hottest acts, so maybe that's why it's messed up. Maybe maybe that's their reason. They're like, oh, well, Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business is so big, let's break up the Hurt Business so that uh, so it, so people won't be as mad when uh, Bobby Lashley loses to Drew McIntyre. But no, I want Bobby Lashley to win this. I don't know. Um, it feels like what they're doing is they're going to make Drew McIntyre win, but I really hope they don't. I really hope they don't. Uh, and I like Drew McIntyre. It's just that you just gave it to Bobby, and he needs. I think you need to make him a credible, a more credible heel by actually winning this bout. Even if there's some sort of manipulation by MVP, he needs the win by tapping Drew McIntyre out, or not, maybe not tapping him out, make him pass out in the hurt lock. You know that'd be fine too. But uh, what are your thoughts on this match? I'm going to say that Bobby Lashley wins because let's face it, even though there's going to be a crowd at WrestleMania this year, it's not sold out because of the stupid social distancing shit. It's sold out for social distancing. For social distancing, but not a full crowd like 80,000 like they wanted. It's 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 more than um, uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, which was 25,000. So how much is it in this one? Probably 20,000. Who knows? Um, Not many people like wrestling nowadays, so it's going to be hard for WWE to get a desirable amount of fans just to pop for Drew McIntyre until the whole social distancing thing ends. That's why we got to wait until social distancing ends with all this uh, stupid COVID stuff. That way, when crowds do sell out, then a pop for uh, Drew McIntyre would be justified at a WrestleMania. Like next year's Mania. Very likely. That's what I'm saying. Don't give Drew the belt. And also, Drew McIntyre's first run as a WWE champion was terrible. But he was the champion of the pandemic. Yeah, he was champion of the pandemic, but nobody cared. People liked him as champion in the pandemic at the beginning. That first yeah, at the half, beginning. The first half of the year. But of course, WWE screwed it up like always. At which point, you think the Randy Orton feud? Yeah. Because Randy Orton was just too hot. And then... And then they they made it a weird thing at that at that last uh, their last few matches was weird like when Randy Orton won the title for a night and then it was like uh, why'd y'all do that like Randy Orton's hot yeah but like 
just like that just in like no don't do it <laughs> don't do it it would it would have made Bobby La- it would make this Bobby Lashley win if he wins it would make it a lot more if Drew McIntyre was champion from WrestleMania to Mania and then lost it to Bobby Lashley then that's like that's a big deal that makes Braun I mean that makes Bobby Lashley so credible so credible but no they had him lose to Randy Orton that one night and then they, uh, then he lost a belt to Miz, and I mean Bobby Lashley's champion. That's what's weird, you know. Bobby Lashley is the champion. What they he, need to do is keep the championship belt on top Bobby Lashley until they can get Brock Lesnar back. I know for SummerSlam or something. Yeah, that way. That's a SummerSlam match. That way, it could motivate Drew McIntyre to work harder to get that push for next year. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, who do you think they booked to win, though? I know we said who we want to win. Who do you, who do they book to win? Talking about a WrestleMania, huh? Yeah, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Who's walking out of that champion? I'm saying Bobby Lashley. I don't know if they have the balls to do that. Well, they need to because Bobby Lashley is a decent champion so far. Yeah, he's great. He's fun. Nobody's ready for Drew again because Drew needs to rebuild his character. But they don't have the balls to do it. They want to give Drew the pop. Yeah, but why have twenty thousand? Why have twenty five thousand people pop when you could wait until next year when eighty thousand people to pop in Texas to celebrate the end of the pandemic? I don't know why. I don't know why, Ed Ray. Why do people do what they do? It makes no sense. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, you say Bobby Lashley. I say I want Bobby Lashley, but I'm picking. I'm picking Drew McIntyre wins. I want Bobby, but I'm picking Drew. Okay. And that's night one. What do you think of night one so far? What do you think? Uh, is is night one looking good? What's the most anticipated uh, top two anticipated matches of night one? Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And, of course, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Okay. The two The two championship matches, you're saying. I'm excited to see what they do with Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. That's going to be surprising. <laughs> I'm still predicting that Shane McMahon is going to win that match by getting chokeslammed off the cage. I want to see coast to coast. I want to see the coast to coast. All right. Night two. You ready for night two, Ed Ray? Yeah. Night two. Tag team match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Who's going to win? Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler or... Whoever wins the tag team turmoil. Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. Oh, you think, oh so they're going to retain? Yeah, because who else is going to defeat them? Who else is hot enough to defeat them? Lana. <laughs> you should see Ed Ray's face when I said that. She doesn't have charisma. You should see Ed Ray's face when I said Lana. He was so mad. <laughs> There's no tag team hot enough to knock off Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax currently. You're right. There really isn't. There really isn't. Uh, so there's not much to say about that except that I mean they had nobody. They had no. They had no decent tag team. That's why they have to do this weird uh, tag team turmoil in the beginning. They have no decent women's tag team other than Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and that's why Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to retain. <laughs> that is the reason. Next up, we have Riddle. Versus Sheamus for the U.S. Championship. Who you got? Sheamus. 
You think Sheamus is going to beat Riddle for the championship? Yeah. No. Why? Because they're high on Riddle. And that's almost ironically accurate. Yeah, but... Because <laughs> he's high all the time. But isn't Sheamus also hot right now? No. He's a hot heel. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to put the belt on him at some point. <sighs> yeah, yes. But I just don't know if they'll do it. I think I think that I think they put I think they gave Riddle the title for a reason because they they really like Riddle. Yeah, but Sheamus is also a good wrestler. Yes, to make he's gonna he's gonna what what they they booked it they booked it this way to show how tough Riddle is. Yeah, but Sheamus is also tough. So exactly. So exactly. That's, that's why. A, that's if, why. If if Sheamus ain't gonna win, then they might as well declare it a draw because I'm not. Riddle is not going to win. R- Riddle's going to do the whole bro kick. Is that what he does? Right? <laughs> bro kick? Or is that, am I wrong? I thought that was Seamus' finisher. <laughs> You're right. Maybe maybe that's why they booked this. <laughs> no. What does he do? The bro... Uh, does he do a bro something? Or high something? I don't know. Riddle? <laughs> he does. I, I'm not a fan of Riddle. That's why. <laughs> no, no. I'm not a fan of Riddle either. I'm just saying they they like Riddle. They like his stoner gimmick. They like his, oh, dude, yeah, that <laughs> that gimmick of his. And the only way I'm ever going to have any respect for Riddle is if they can pair him, if they can put him up against Brock Lesnar. <sighs> they won't do it. <laughs> they won't do it. Only because Riddle uh, asked for it. <laughs> and when you ask for something, you don't get it. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, so you're saying Seamus wins? Yeah. I'm saying, and I'm saying Riddle wins. Rid- Riddle retains the title moving on we've got kevin owens versus Sami Zayn with logan paul what more can i say about this <laughs> they've wrestled each other for over 10 years and i'm getting sick of it <laughs> but who's gonna win this time Sami Zayn, because logan paul's gonna interfere i know it's conspiracy so logan paul interferes on behalf of kevin owens so Kevin Owens wins thanks to Logan Paul interfering for Sammy uh, for Kevin Owens. He probably betrays Sami Zayn. So you were suggesting that Logan Paul is going to do a double cross on Sami Zayn? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, something's going to happen, and it's not going to end in a clean victory. No, 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 no. But Kevin Owens wins because Sami Zayn has to continue his conspiracy gimmick, and. Uh, and so there's a conspiracy against them, and Logan Paul is a part of that conspiracy now. Fun stuff. <laughs> but uh, moving on, we have the Intercontinental Championship match, Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. This is going to be the stupidest match so far. Nigerian drum fight. I wonder what that means. Is it going to be like a... A hardcore match where the main weapon is drums. Is it really? That's what I think. <laughs> is that what it is? It's got to be one of the dumbest matches so far on the maybe, card. No, maybe it's a drum off. Maybe they have drums and they <laughs> whoever's the better drummer, who's ever the better Nigerian drummer wins. Oh, I'm going to cringe when this match happens on Peacock. <laughs> Nigeria, who win? Who's going to win the match? This is obviously built for Apollo Crews because his whole gimmick now is he's So wait a minute, Nigerian. this is Apollo Crews versus who? Biggie. Apollo Crews. Yeah, I think they're gonna give. I think they're gonna give. Um, they're gonna give Apollo Crews 
the rub because he has a pretty decent gimmick now. He's a gimmick now. He doesn't just come out and happy and does a backflip. <laughs> so he's a uh, he's gonna be. I think I think yeah. Apollo Cruz gets the win. Moving on, we have the Fiend versus Randy Orton. We've seen this so many times. We know how it's gonna play out. How? Randy Orton's gonna win. Oh, you're right. Well, but he's won so many times. This is the time for the Fiend to win. We'll see about that because they buried the Fiend so many times. It's it's just hard to say. Maybe it's a cinematic match and then uh, the Fiend wins. If it's a cinematic match, then that's a good thing. <laughs> but if it's a regular wrestling match, then I gotta go with Randy Orton. Because <sighs> Randy Orton always gets the the win on supernatural stuff. Yes. I mean, we've seen that at WrestleMania, but Barry Wyatt lost his title because of it. Randy Orton doesn't have the great uh, WrestleMania um, stuff, though. He has a pretty bad WrestleMania win-loss record. He lost to Kane. Chokes him off the top. Yeah, but we, like I said, he's beaten Barry Wyatt for the WWE title before at WrestleMania. In one of the, oh, you're right. In one of the stupidest matches I've seen. Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. What, what are your thoughts on this storyline in general, though? It's gotten stale now. I mean, months ago it was good, but it's stale now. I liked uh, the new Melted Mask. I thought that was interesting. I think the peak of the feud was when Randy Orton said Bray Wyatt on fire, but that was it. Yeah. What, what do you think happens after this, though? What, what does The Fiend and Alexa Bliss do after facing Randy Orton? Exactly, the, we don't know. Who's, I guess I guess the fiend is going to kill off the Alexa Bliss character. Uh, no, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be around for a while. They said that the whole the fiend Alexa Bliss is gonna be around for a while. So we got to figure out what their next feud is. Maybe uh, shit. Maybe they feud with. They already did Braun Strowman. They feuded with Braun Strowman. They feuded with. Randy Orton. That's all they feuded with so far. Two people. So now they got a feud with uh, fuck Drew McIntyre, I guess. Is that who's next? Who's next? Who 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 do they feud with next? Damian Priest. <laughs> it's like Shane McMahon, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who they feud with. That's what. That's what. That's what's weird. That's what's weird about this character is like. Oh, like where do they go from here? I mean, he just he just had this epic feud with Randy Orton. Even though it's grown, grown stale, you know, looking at it objectively, it's supposed to be an epic feud where he got burned alive. Now he's coming back with a melted mask. I mean, this is just like, it's very long. It's a very long feud. Where do you go after this very long feud? There's no one really, uh, there's no one really to go to. I mean, this is, this is like the, 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 the tip of the hat. This is the top of the chamali you can do with the fiend character. Uh, and then you have to go, you're, you're going back from scratch, and you're gonna have to just you're just re, redoing old game, uh, old storylines because you've done it all now with Randy Orton. <laughs> you y'all should have spaced it out. You know you should have spaced these storylines out with different people, but no, you you used all the storylines with Randy. So that's weird. It's weird to think about. Anyways, uh, he says Randy Orton's gonna win. I say the Fiend will beat. Randy Orton. Moving on, we have the WWE Raw Women's Championship match. It is Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. It's pretty obvious what that's what's going to happen. They're going to put it at the belt on Rhea Ripley. That's that's okay. 
Yeah, Which means Asuka is going to be buried, buried. in the Oh, that's the only bad thing. You're right. Because Asuka right. has been a very great champion, but the problem with WWE is with many champions, they get booked poorly. Hmm. And Rhea Ripley suddenly asking Asuka for a title match does not make any sense. Well, because you... traditionally in professional wrestling, if you want a title opportunity, you got to work for it, accumulate a series of wins, and then... She did on NXT. But how does that carry over to the main roster? It doesn't, but it does now. All right, Riddle, shut up. It does for women. All right, Riddle, shut up. I like women and drinking tea. Oh, I've had some herbal tea, and I want to ride my skateboard with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, that's what Riddle would say. <laughs> uh, so we think uh, we think Ray Ripley wins. You saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, the final match, the main event of night two. The big match, the triple threat for the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. This might be the... They want us to think, they are wanting us to think that Roman Reigns is going to lose. Which means Roman Reigns is going to retain. (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's what's got to happen. What else are they going to do? They, I think Roman Reigns retains, and he probably pins Daniel Bryan and it pisses Edge off. And then we get Edge versus Roman Reigns at Backlash. Uh, yeah, because I, I just don't know. Unless they unless they give Daniel I don't know. I don't know what they do here, Ed Ray. What do they do? Tell me. Well, what they do is Edge gets thrown out of the ring. And claims an injury or whatever at the late part of the match. And then Daniel Bryan gets exhausted after having to fight both Edge and Roman at the same time. So basically, Daniel Bryan tries to use that uh, running knee. But Roman's foot gets onto the rope. He gets very uh, angry. He tries to go for it again. But Roman sidesteps, gives the Superman punch. And then spears Daniel Bryan for the one, two, three. Edge gets back up. Sees that uh, Roman Reigns wins the match. He gets mad. And like you said, he goes crazy and starts beating the crap out of Roman Reigns. Setting up for their next match at Backlash. (sighs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. What does Daniel Bryan do after this, though? He's going to end up being booked into irrelevancy just like Cesaro after WrestleMania. Uh, Maybe we can get... um... Uh, maybe it's Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Crews. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan ain't going to win this one. And, of course, if Edge were to beat Roman Reigns, all hell would break loose. You think? Yeah, there would be a riot at Raymond James Stadium. No, there wouldn't. Nobody wants Edge to win. A lot of people want Edge to win. Don't say that. That's a lie. Edge can't even wrestle like the, he used to back in the day. But you're spitting lies. Roman Reigns is the hottest wrestler. If he were to lose, then... Oh, you think he's the hottest wrestler? You're G- he's, he, he's very... You're, you're he's, kind of G-A-Y. Quit making homosexual references. <laughs> anyway, he is the hottest wrestler on in WWE right now. And to have him lose against Edge or Daniel Bryan would take off a lot of his heat to where uh, nobody's going to take him seriously anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to do something. I don't... 
Yep, Roman Reigns is just too hot. I mean, Edge is, but Edge is Edge. Edge is Edge. Edge may may have the charisma, but he don't have the ability to carry a storyline like you used to. So, nobody, that's the thing, nobody can beat Roman Reigns except Goldberg. (laughs) And so, and so SummerSlam, SummerSlam, we're going to have Goldberg versus Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. That, oh my god. Bobby Lashley needs to win in night one, and Roman Reigns needs to win in night two, so we can have this dream SummerSlam booking. That is awesome. It's going to be straight up old versus new, spear versus spear, UFC fighter versus UFC fighter, or MMA fighter versus MMA fighter, because technically, you know, Bobby Lashley only did, he did like strike force and stuff, but still, MMA versus MMA, spear versus spear. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Whew. SummerSlam. That means Goldberg has to win. I mean, I mean, Roman Reigns has to win. <laughs> Roman Reigns has to win. Yeah, you cannot take the title off of Roman Reigns for at least two, a year or two. A year or two? Yeah, that's how great he is right now. Oh, he's car- shit. He is carrying the WWE, and he's, he's the reason You're why saying- SmackDown... He is the reason why SmackDown has a higher rating than Raw. You're saying Roman Reigns doesn't lose the title until WrestleMania in Hollywood when he loses to The Rock. Very likely. (gasps) You are saying craziness. This is insane. You're right, though. This may be right. There's no one right now hot enough to beat Roman Reigns. Not even Edge, especially because they just made Edge a heel. So Edge is a heel. You can't have a heel beat a heel. I mean, what? Because, yeah, no. I think Edge, Edge goes the fucking Raw after this. I think Edge, Edge loses, and he goes over to Raw. He's not going to stay at SmackDown. He's going to go over to Raw and finish his feud with uh, Randy Orton or something. Or maybe it's Edge versus, uh, maybe we get Edge versus The Fiend. That's what's next. We're seeing it. We're seeing it play out. We're seeing it play out. Oh, my God. Maybe oh. Bray Wyatt can be the one that can retire Edge. Bray Wyatt retire? No, he's not going to retire for a long time, he said. He, he's going to... He's He has like a two-year deal, doesn't he? Two-year? Three-year or something? Some kind of deal. And he's he plans on wrestling full-time. Edge does. He doesn't want to be a part-timer. He wants to wrestle full-time. And risk getting injured at his age. He said he don't give a damn. He's Edge, the rated R superstar. I hate Edge. Becca. <laughs> I used to hate Edge so much. I Edge, Edge putting his body through that kind of abuse full time. Yeah, he's stupid. He was smart in 2011 to retire. Oh my God, Ed Ray, that's just your opinion. Everything we've said tonight is just our opinions. The beer of the day in today's beer of the day is Neon Moon. Neon Moon by Eureka Heights. Brewing Company. This hoppy Belgium-style single combines Pilsner malts and Azaka hops to create a fruity and tropical aroma. Pairs great with a fully stocked jukebox. Wow, a Belgian style with oh with Pilsner malt. So it's a Belgian. Is it a Belgium ale with Pilsner malts in it? This is at a very timid. 
4.3% in alcohol by, vo- by volume. This is a light beer uh, by, you know, standards, by the standards of America. 4.3. It's pretty light. It has pils- Pilsner. It has lager malt. But Belgian L. Oh, my God. So, oh, it's so, but it's so crisp looking. It's probably the malt. Whew, so let's go ahead. I'm going to taste this beer. This is a very crisp Belgium ale. Um, almost blue moony. Uh, you can definitely, the, the Belgium, the Belgium part does not over, is not overbearing like some other, like Leffy. You know, something like a Leffy and or some of these are more import, the import Belgiums are usually very heavy with that Belgium taste. This is just enough to where you know it's a Belgium, oh, but it's so crisp. So crisp. Almost, I, I wish it was a little higher in alcohol, but I mean... For a, for a nice little light beer, for a nice little light Belgium ale, that's a pretty solid, crispy, tasty beer. I'm going to go ahead. I already know what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a neon moon. I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8 out of 10. That's a solid Belgium ale. I, I, it's one of my first uh, craft beer styles was Belgium ale. And uh, so every time I have one, it takes me back to a place called home. Place called home. Oh, I see Edray over there. His face. His face looks a little, looks a little whiny. You know what that means. That means, that's right. Your favorite segment before we get on to our WrestleMania predictions. It is time to wine with Edray. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've done a wine review. But let's go ahead and start. This is a, this is a late harvest series. Malbec all uh, Malbec red wine from that was I think fermented in 2017 or so, and this is the year 2021. So it took many years to ferment and age this wine properly to give it a good taste. This is a Bodega Norton, and it was made in 1895. It was established in 1895. But now let's see. Let's read the description. Mendoza, at the foothills of the Andes mountain range, receives the warm rays of sunlight over 300 days a year, 300 days a year, just to make this quality wine. With our characteristic style, we achieve a friendly and fresh Malbec with the sweetness of balanced acidity and aromas of ripe red fruits, cassie, and pepper. Ideal to enjoy chilled as an an aperitive or... Paired with braised red meats, full-flavored cheeses, special for gourmet parties. And uh, let's see. This is a product of Mendoza in Argentina. So this is an Argentinian wine. And uh, let's see. This was imported by uh, Garachi Wine Partners over in uh, Woodland Hills, California. And the alcohol by volume is 12%. So let's go ahead and open this thing if we can. Yeah, there we go. This is not a corked wine. This is a lid where you could just twist it off. Twist top wine, the best kind. Open it and drink it. Okay. Now it does smell like it was freshly made, even though I think this was uh, fermented in 2017, according to what the bottle said. A late harvest series of Malbec, uh, uh, 
red wine. So it smells very great. 12% alcohol by volume, like I just said. And now it's time to taste it. This is very good. I could probably enjoy this for the rest of the episode of Potomania. Heck yes. What would you rate that? I'll rate it a 9 out of 10. Oh, that's a nice little wine there. Oh, God. Got yourself a bottle of wine. Okay, everybody, we did Opinions and Beer. We did the beer review, Neon Moon. We did the whining with Ed Ray. We chatted about WrestleMania 37. Uh, Ed Ray, what are, you, what are you most looking forward to, night one or night two? Night two. Night two? You, you complained about more matches on night two. But, you know, the main event is the reason why uh, I'm going to okay. watch WrestleMania. That Roman Reigns, the Roman Reigns, that's a big that's, main event. That, yeah, that's going to be the best match of the entire WrestleMania this year. Do you think Do you think adding Daniel Bryan made it better or made it worse? Oh, it made it better because Edge is old and slow and Daniel Bryan is young and quick. So if you combine the two, plus one of the hottest heels in wrestling today, Roman Reigns, it adds to the story. Uh, perhaps you're right. Perhaps you're right. Even Vince McMahon says that you're right and says that Edge is looking looking a little old. He said, hey, Edge, you need to dye your beard. You're looking like an old man. He probably don't want Edge looking like Mick Foley. This is why you don't drink beer, ladies and gentlemen. No, I, that was an accident. That was an accident. I thought it was empty. I, I didn't mean to hit it on you. Oh, God. He's mad. <laughs> on you oh geez i was trying to get another beer and i hit it uh, this is only two beers it's four percent i'm not drunk i had 12 percent beers ed ray this is that that was just an accident i'm sorry i spilt beer though <laughs> party foul okay maybe maybe this has gone on long enough <laughs> 50 minutes do you agree with our opinions about wrestlemania did you enjoy the road to Potomania? Did you enjoy the interviews with Cabal from Mortal Kombat, from uh, uh, Sub-Zero from the Mortal Kombat video games? Joshua Gray, a streamer of Mortal Kombat. Have you enjoyed our episodes? Go follow us on Facebook. Like us on all the social medias. Follow us here. Follow us wherever you're listening to us at. Spotify, Pandora, iTunes. We are literally everywhere. We are everywhere. And guess what we do? We share our opinions. Because that's all we've got. Our opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.